Hey folks, Dan with Holy Spirit Soapbox. Once again, I hope you are doing well. I pray for you always. I want to thank you for spreading the gospel of Jesus, the Christ. I want to thank you for spreading Holy Spirit Soapbox to everybody. I want to thank you one more time for listening. And I also want to spread one more thing here. I wanted to, to bring this up. This is on our website as well. Our good friend, Jordan Ring Sakabe, who's a listener of the podcast as well, he is an amazing painter, like totally amazing. And he's using this gift to paint the life of Jesus. Okay, so now he, I've seen his paintings. I've been to his house. Man, this dude is amazing at painting. I can't stress it enough. Now, his he has a Kickstarter that he is trying to get some money for so he can bring these paintings to life. He wants to continuously get these paintings into people's hands. He wants to spread the word of Jesus Christ through his art. And it's called The Word Became Flesh. I love that. It's an exploration into the life of Christ. He has a Kickstarter. We're going to put that in the description. He doesn't have a lot of time left. So if you can jump on there, if you if you would like to give to that, check it out. It's really amazing. You can give money to his Kickstarter. And just, we're supporting him. We pray that he can continue to spread the, the gospel of Jesus Christ through this art and we're just so happy for him. So wanted to shout that out really quickly. So thank you all very much. I appreciate that. Thanks for letting me do that quick little shout out for a friend. Now I want to get into a very interesting situation that I had, okay? I went on this really, really difficult hike by myself. And this was not too long ago. It was my birthday, which I normally discount and I don't really celebrate. I'm, I'm one of those type of guys. I'm like, ah, it's just a day, right? But this time I wanted to celebrate. It was a milestone birthday. So I was like, you know what? Whatever. Let's try something new in this new state that we're in. Okay. I wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to do something really cool. I wanted to see some beautiful views. I wanted to just really get out and, and spend time with God. That was actually the biggest goal on my birthday. <laughs> I wanted to decrease and increase my relationship with God. So on this hike, okay, it was all uphill. Man, I kid you not. It was like all uphill, all the way up to the top of the mountain that it was going to. And then all the way back down, it was just a quad burner, okay? And luckily, I had this app that helped me find the right trail. But this trail was so overgrown in parts and and I had to really rely on this app. I had to depend on this app a few times to ensure I was like going the right way. Cause I was like, is this, this doesn't, there's no markings. I was like, what is this? Like, what? there's so much grass. I can't even see past. I can't see my knees. Like, this is crazy. So as I was doing this, there was one fork in the road and it looked like it went all the way up to where I was trying to go. I was like, that looks like the top of the mountain. I can see it. This trail goes straight to the top I, I can pretty much see the trail the whole way but the map's like no go the other way and I was just like really exhausted like I said it was uphill all right but I was, so I was looking I was like maybe I can shorten this trip a little bit right yeah I'm exhausted but if I could just really it, it look goes straight up to the top of the mountain if I can really just put my head down okay crawl if I need to it doesn't matter I can shorten up this trip a little bit and make it easier, I guess, on myself. Just less time-consuming. But I was alone. I was really—I was alone. I was exhausted. 
I kind of sat there, I thought about it, I actually kind of prayed about it, and I voted against it and took the harder, longer path, the path that I was supposed to go on. Now, the best thing about being out in nature, or God's creation as we call it a lot, is is the amount of time you get to spend with God. Now, it's also kind of creepy, <laughs> okay? It's really kind of creepy because there are like bears, mountain lions, I don't know what else is out there, Bigfoot. No, I'm just kidding. But there's just weird things, you know, you just, and it's, I'm by myself, you know, and you really have to have this trust, right, in, in the, while you're in the wilderness. It's basically just you and God. Now that path that I saw could have taken me right up to the, right to the top of this mountain. I could have just gone right up there or maybe it didn't. Maybe I thought I saw the path. I thought it was going the right way and maybe it just goes up and then turns around and then I could get lost. I have no idea. The apps I use, the app that I that I used that I was on said don't go that way. This is the right path. And my heart's like, I know, but maybe this is better and you're not updated, like maybe I didn't update my app, you know, or maybe this is a new trail somebody just made. I don't know. Maybe that's easier. Does that sound familiar to you? No, seriously, like, do you feel like you're you're going down a path or you know this path of grace and mercy that God gives us, that God's sending us down, okay? But you kind of are like, you know, maybe I should take the easier route and I should follow maybe uh, traditions or I should follow what other people are saying, Maybe I should follow what the world is saying. Maybe not. Maybe we're wrong about Christianity, or I can I can kind of put Christianity on my shoulders, right, as a backpack, and then I can go down this other trail. And I feel like because everybody else, it must be right. If so many people are saying this is right, well, maybe I have to go down that path as well. Let's see if we can clarify some stuff. All right, let's see if we can clarify some stuff. Let's go into the Bible. We're going to do verses to meditate on right now because we're going to dig, okay? We are going to dig. We're going to be in Jeremiah, Jeremiah 6, 16. We're in the OT, baby. Old Testament. Here we go. Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16 says this. This is what the Lord says. Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it. And you will find rest for your souls. But you said, we will not walk in it. Jeremiah the prophet. Jeremiah the prophet. Per usual, like the per usual prophet in the Old Testament, is hearing from God. And he's been urged to warn the Israelites that they're doing it again. What are they doing? They're trying to find their own paths. And they're not heeding advice from God, you know, God the creator, the one that created everything and knows everything and knows all of us better than we know ourselves, that guy. And he's, they're not heeding advice from God and these prophets that keep coming their way. He says, look for the ancient paths. This is the Lord speaking. Look for the ancient paths. These are the paths that are established. The path that's established is the one to trust in God. Stop with these new paths that bring you nothing. They might be like instant gratification paths. Like you might be like, okay, let's see. 
I know that I have grace and mercy and I'm walking down this path and everything seems fine. Yes, there's some struggles that I have because paths are never easy. Hiking trails are never easy per se. I, I kind of want to find another way out, right? There's, let's make traditions. Let's make new ones and make things easier. No, let's make new religions. Let's make new denominations of God. Oh, how about this? Let's make sure that we have these rituals that we do and these ceremonial things so that we can make sure that we are cleansed because this path is, I don't know. I, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really trust the one that gave us this path anymore. So I'm going to take this other path. Listen, I could have went up that other trail, guys and gals. The app, that application, even though it's not all-knowing, knew this hiking trail better than I did. It knew if I went that other way, that seems easy, that looks like it's going to the top, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. That's why they didn't send me up that trail. And as much as I wanted to just be done with this and go up there, I wasn't, first off, trusting the app, okay? I'm, this is an analogy here if you have not picked it up. I'm not trusting the app, okay? Just like we sometimes don't trust God. To be like, oh, God, you're not sending me down the right path. Let me take the right one. Okay? The other thing is, I wasn't enjoying the path I was on. I was just trying to get to the finish line. I was just trying to get done. I wasn't enjoying the things around me. I was not in the moment with God. God maybe wanted me to take a little bit longer of a path, let's just say. He might want for us to take a little bit longer of a path, a little bit more strenuous path to build our faith in Him. Sanctification might want to separate us, right? And be like, listen, no, take the path that I have for you. This is the path of mercy and grace. And this is a path I need you down. Take the path. Trust me. That's it. We shouldn't be the person to say, I won't walk in it. That's what he's saying at the end of this, at the end of Jeremiah 6, 16, it says, if you take the ancient path, if you take that good way and you walk in it, you'll find rest for your souls. They were creating so many traditions and rituals and ceremonies and, and all these things that they forgot about mercy and grace and they forgot about trusting in God. And at the end, God says, or the Lord says, but you said we will not walk in it. They decided to take the wrong path. They decided to walk away from God and orient away from God. Walk in the guidance that God has given us. You can't go wrong. Walk in the guidance of grace and mercy now that we know this was before Jesus Christ, but either way, everybody was saved even before Jesus as long as you were trusting in God and you were upright, right? That's how they explained how people were saved or close to God. You just trust in God. You continuously look to God, look to the kingdom first. That has never changed in the Old Testament or the New Testament. We just heard about it straight from the God's mouth, Jesus Christ, that that's what we have to do. But now we have that grace and mercy that's been fulfilled. It is finished. It is paid for by Jesus Christ on the cross. So now we just have to continue on that mercy and grace, thanking God, looking to God, seeking the kingdom first. And that is our path. And then everything else for God's will to be done will follow. Okay, we looked in the Old Testament. Let's look in the New Testament. Okay, this is now Jesus walking the earth. We're in Matthew chapter 7. Verses 13 and 14. Matthew 7, 13 and 14. And this one has been on my heart so much lately. I don't know why. I mean, I do know why. But 
let's get into it. Here we go. Matthew 7, 13 to 14. Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it, but small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. This is Jesus talking. This is God talking. Enter through the narrow gate. You got a narrow path or narrow road and a narrow gate. Okay. Narrow means that a lot of it, and he even says it, a few will find it. Only a few will find it. If you got a mass crowd trying to fit through a narrow gate, it ain't going to work, right? That means that there's not going to be a lot of people that find this gate. Now, I have to give more context here because we tend to take verses way out of context and utilize them for ourselves. 7.12, okay, Matthew 7.12, the one right before this, is the golden rule that a lot of people live by. Do to others that you want for them to do to you. Now, the problem with taking this out of context is like, pretend you enjoy being hurt for some weird reason, okay? It's like a weird love of yours or something like, you love to be hurt, well, then by this rule, you'll hurt others because you'll want others to hurt you. What's going on here is the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and these religious leaders are passing down rules and laws for people, causing them to be strained. He is saying what Jeremiah is saying. Find the ancient path here and follow it. The law and the prophets all led up to me, Jesus. We learned about this in the Transfiguration. Okay, law and prophets are both, if you haven't listened to our sermon, listen to the sermon that has to do with the transfiguration. We did Matthew 17. He's talking about this here. And he's referring back to Jeremiah at the same time. Find the ancient path and follow it. The path that I saw looked better. It looked easier. It looked like everything was right there. And maybe it was in a sense that it was shorter, but in turn, it could have led me to destruction. I could have been like halfway up this and be like, oh my gosh, why didn't I just take the extra time to go up the less steeper hill? Or, oh my gosh, there are snakes. I don't know. Oh my gosh, you know, there's a cliff here, or this is actually longer and actually goes around. I don't know. It looked easy. It seemed easy. It felt good. It felt right, but it probably wasn't. So I didn't take it. Here, Jesus is saying, when you follow me, you'll go against what these leaders are teaching. You'll go against the crowds. You'll go against these other people because what they're teaching is just not right. It's not the right path. It seems like an easier path because you have to do it or else. Otherwise, these Pharisees, these Sadducees, religious leaders will call you names. They will throw you in prison for all these blasphemous things that you're saying. Life will be tough if you went against these Pharisees and Sadducees and scribes and not in a, in a violent way. Even if you're peaceful, you're following Jesus, you're following God. They didn't like that. They want you to be strained because they wanted the power. They wanted the money. They wanted everything for, for selfish gain. Similar to now, think about it, similar to now, where lots of wrongs are now right, and if you don't follow that, you're in trouble. Or your life will be made hard here on earth by worldly people. 
it's kind of that same thing, right? It's it's a similar issue of, okay, well, I feel like if I actually start doing this, my life will be easier here. Let me Maybe I'll take the easier path, but it's not the path of God. Do what God says is true. That is the narrow gate and the narrow path. And it might be hard. It's still going to be hard on this earth. But in the end, it's worth it. The path I took, guided by that app, took me to the destination. Even though it was really hard. Like, really hard. Just don't let the false narratives and what looks to be the path of least resistance take you away from the path of eternal life. Jesus is the narrow gate. That's the thing about this. Jesus is the gate. Keep that in mind. Okay, next one here. We're going to go back to the Old Testament really quickly. This is Psalm 1611. Psalm 1611. And it says this. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence with eternal pleasures at your right hand. This is it. There's no other way around it. Following God leads to pure, true joy. You're full. You're satisfied. There's no seeking. This path is the true path. And you have eternal life where you're fully satisfied. And there's no seeking. There's no gnashing of teeth and no weeping. Find the path. You found the path. I will tell you the path right now. It's Jesus. Jesus the Christ. Following Christ is the path. And Jesus is the only way to heaven. He says this. So Jesus is the narrow gate. Period. That's it. Except that he has died for you. By the way, have you ever heard of the gospel? Here it is. Jesus the Christ came to earth because God so loved the world that he sent him. He sent his only begotten son to die on the cross and then resurrect so that whoever believes in him will have eternal life. There's your gate. There's your narrow gate. There's your narrow road. That's the ancient path. Trust in him. Trust that he is who he says he is and follow Christ. I want to thank you one more time for joining in today. I got three questions for you. Here we go. You ready? Question one. Were there any times in life you chose the easier, quote unquote, path in life? Meaning self-seeking versus following Christ. Maybe there was a time where people were picking on you for following Jesus and you just started to maybe deny them. I don't know. Maybe you were more ashamed. I don't know. Did you take the easier path ever? Question two. How can you better prepare for a time when you're at a fork in the road to choose either self or Christ? How can you better prepare for a time where you're at this fork in the road to choose either self or Christ? And then finally, how might you be able to walk with another individual who's struggling with their path? Ah, a little bit of empathy there. How might you be able to walk with another individual who's struggling with their path? I want to thank you once again for digging deeper with me today. We're getting closer to God every single time, every single episode, every time you spend time with God, every time you go hiking maybe, and you talk to God, every time you pray, all these things, we are getting closer to God. So I want to pray over you right now. Let's pray over everybody. If you could take your prayer posture, if it's safe to do so, let's do that and let's talk to God. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for showing us the ancient path. We thank you for showing us the narrow road. We thank you for showing us the narrow gate. We thank you for giving us the gate, for even giving us the gate. What other God does that? 
all these other gods on earth, these little G gods, these other gods, they hate us. They don't like us. They don't want us to have a gate at all. They just put these walls in front of us. That's all they do. They put walls in front of you and us. And we thank you for giving us the gate of Jesus Christ, the narrow road and the gate that we know that might be hard sometimes. And we know that hiking or walking on this on this path is going to be a struggle, especially here on earth, but we know that it's all worth it in the end. We pray that you continue to give us strength in knowing this. We, we know that we're forgiven. We know that you're full of mercy and grace, and we pray that you can continue to remind us of that. And we thank you for giving us the opportunity to be forgiven and to be turned away from those other paths that we just don't need. We know the path we have to go down, the following Christ path, and we want to continue to do that. And every time we want to stray, please bring us back. We thank you and we praise you. We worship you and give you all the glory that you deserve in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen. <laughs>